Warning. This podcast may contain discussions that some may find offensive or triggering. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, welcome to the Gavin Tucker Show, coming to you from South Africa for your Monday, the 26th of Feb. Hope you're well. Hope you had a good weekend. Now, before we get into the episode for today, just a quick reminder that if you're a first-time listener, do the right thing. Hit that follow button or subscribe or whatever it says on your side so that you don't miss out on future episodes. So last week on the show, Sean and I got chatting about the infamous red pill dating concept. Uh, and then a few of you grew a bit curious and wanted to know a bit more about this. So I'm going to assume that at least a handful of you listening now are brand new to the channel and you didn't catch the episode and maybe you're not even familiar with what Red Pill is. In a nutshell, Red Pill is a set of rules that some alpha chads in the world decided that men should use when finding a suitable mate uh, or someone to marry. More importantly, someone who's got the best interests, uh, at least the best qualities to ensure a long and prosperous marriage. Now, last week on the show, I think I used the term red pill is like a red rag to a bull <laughs> to many women because what this basically does is it disqualifies them on some issues without really taking into account who she is or without learning more about her personality or her character traits and so on. And over the last four or five years, this sort of red pill concept has seen the backing of some top psychologists, uh, relationship coaches, and also people who've just taken the time, they've invested the time into learning about these things so they can educate people on them. Last week, we basically covered the main ones. So one of the big ones in the red pill manosphere, as they call it, is you never date anybody with tattoos. Women with tattoos tend to be impulsive. And I think the other expression I use is take no thought for tomorrow. So they're impulsive. They generally don't think things through properly. And um, they do things at the spur of the moment, often to regret them later. That's one of the things to check out. Also, I need to reiterate this point because I know this is going to piss so many people off. These aren't my opinions, but those of the mental professionals and those in the psychological, uh, psychology industry and so on. Additionally, a woman who's got a fractured relationship with her dad might not be marriage material in the long run. So uh, these gurus also recommend staying away from those. Then, uh, going hand in hand with the excessive tattoos is often piercings, facial piercings, like lip uh, piercings and tongue piercings and uh, nose piercings and all those sorts of things, putting holes in your body where they basically don't belong, goes hand in hand with uh, tattoos, according to those in the know. And then one of the big ones, and perhaps the most contentious issue of the lot, is always always, always avoid dating single mothers. Some people want to know what is the big deal about dating a single mother? Now, the chaps in the Red, uh, Red Pull uh, space basically list several issues why you should never date them. The first issue, according to them, is that you are never going to be the woman's priority. Not when you first meet, not when you get engaged, not if you get married. You're never going to be a priority. So what does that mean? Well, basically, she's only going to ever see you when her kid has got nothing on. That's assuming you haven't married her. Uh, but if you've got dates planned or you've got a movie night, you're going to a concert and you know, the kid happens to be sick as these things do occur, uh, that's it. Date cancelled, that's it for the night. And here's the thing. Even though 
uh, that might be frustrating. You can totally understand why she's prioritizing her child. I mean, it's her kid, for God's sake. Uh, but then also, other grievances include that you as a stepfather, or the father figure to that kid, will be expected to pay for that kid and take the kid on holiday and buy them cool, expensive things. And what's the issue with that, you wonder? Well, if you and uh, Miss Lady happen to part ways, that's basically you done with that kid. Whatever relationship or bond you developed over the last four or five years is done. You have no legal grounds to see that kid, and that's it. You've invested all that time, all that energy, all that money for nothing. Now on to some of the other ones that we left off the list. These Red Bull gurus suggest that you never, under any circumstances, ever date a woman who indulges in things like girls' night out. Okay, so... You're sitting there thinking, what, are people not allowed to have fun? Are you not allowed to go out with your friends and do cool things? I thought the same thing when I read that. Now, it seems that the Red Pillars are not advocating that your significant other never see her friends or do cool things like movie nights or game nights or, you know, those sorts of things. What these guys seem to be arguing against is that girls' nights out include your wife, your girlfriend heading to the clubs and she's always dressed in her shortest skirt, the sexiest heels that she owns and her boobs are popping out and that's all just a no-go. They then go on to say that if the intention is only to spend time in the club with your friends, why is it necessary to wear the sexiest and the most revealing clothing that you own? Why wear something that you know is only going to attract attention from other men? And I'll be honest, when I read this one, it did make me pause for a moment. If my significant other was wearing her sexist outfit to a club, when me, her partner, is basically sitting at home for the night, what is she trying to achieve? Can one not have fun dressed in, oh, I don't know, something like normal clothing? So then they go on to add that any woman knows that the reason that they wear these clothes is only to attract a mate or to spark interest. And uh, if she was wearing it just for herself, as many of these women claim to do, then why doesn't she wear that at home? Why doesn't she dress that way at home if she's only wearing it for herself and not to attract a mate? This next one I think should apply to both men and women. And that's on the issue of being rude to people in lesser positions. So, for example, waiters. Here in South Africa, we have people called car guards who basically stand and uh, monitor your car while you're in a shop so your car doesn't get broken into or vandalized or something like that. Now, apparently, women who are rude to waiters and people in lesser positions is a big red flag. But I'm going to contest this one, and I'm going to say it goes both ways, even men. I think it's a red flag if a guy also treats people who are in those sorts of positions with contempt or scorn. So not good for both men or for women. Okay, so let's stir the pot of shit. Let's cause a bit of controversy, shall we? Because it seems that's exactly what you want me to do with this. This one here is going to irk a lot of women, and I can see just why. High body counts. It is an absolute no-go according to the pros and the bros and the manosphere. The Red Pill gents. Women who've had more than five sexual partners are going to have a very difficult time, if even able, to pair bond. Uh, if you're not sure what pair bonding means, it means uh, being able to develop a long-term relationship that has substance and meaning. 
So this one also has the backing of a lot of psychologists. So ladies, this one seems to be fact and not uh, conjecture. Again, if you're upset, don't fight with me. Fight with the pros. But yeah, so any woman who's had more than five sexual partners is very unlikely to be able to find a mate and stay with that person long term. Very interesting. Now, one of the studies done shows that women who were virgins when they got married had an 82% less likely chance of getting divorced. That's incredible. Let those numbers sink in. 82% chance, uh, less likely chance of getting divorced if your wife was a virgin on her wedding night. So this one I would not have seen coming a mile away, but now that I think about it, is feminists, okay? So why are feminists a red flag? Why are feminists a bad thing for any men to establish or at least to hook up to hook up with. Reason being, feminists tend to have a victim mindset, okay? And if you're going to play the victim card, then you always have to have an oppressor. It's kind of logical. And for feminists, the oppressor is always men. It's always the patriarchy. It's always something that men have done. Men have created this. Men have done that. You're best staying away from feminists, gents, and I can really see this one here. I don't think I'd like to hook up with a feminist. The next one is pretty much a no-brainer, but stay away from women who have the propensity for violence. And like I said with the other one, um, I think about being rude. Same thing applies. I think it applies to both men and to women. So, gents, if your woman is violent, leave her. And ladies, if your husband or boyfriend is violent, leave him. Pack your things and leave. Do not entertain people who are physically violent. It's just not going to end well. Mental problems, okay, I think this is self-explanatory, nobody wants to be with a lunatic and you obviously can't build build and develop a relationship with somebody whose marbles upstairs are not all intact. Now, this one here, I think is quite important right off the bat without having to think too much about it, and that is women who don't take accountability. Now, don't crucify me for this, but according to relationship experts and psychologists, this tends to be the most common red flag with women, the fact that they just do not take accountability for their actions. And the question then becomes, how can a relationship prosper if one of the participants is unable to take accountability for their failings or their shortcomings? If you got drunk in the bar, for example, ladies, and you cheated on your partner, don't blame the booze or the fight that you had earlier in the week as why that happened. Own your shit. It's your mistake. Own it and move on. Oh, God, this is depressing. And then the last one that I'm going to chat about is women who stonewall you. Okay, so that's basically to say women who refuse to speak to you after an altercation. I think every guy has met one of those women at some point in time. The the type who basically give you the silent treatment. Relationships are obviously built on communication. And what's the point in dating somebody who fails to communicate at the most important moment of all? such as when you've just had a fight. So those seem to be the most important ones on the red flag list. Gents, if you're looking for a partner, uh, consider some of these things. They do have the backing of doctors, psychologists, behavioral specialists, and a few other people. So don't take my word for it. Apparently, these are things that are gospel, so to speak. Uh, Just to recap very quickly before we end the show. So women with tattoos and unnecessary uh, piercings. Fellas, run as fast as you can. Ditto for the single mothers. It's never going to end well. You're always going to be an option, not a priority. Girls' nights out. If your woman dresses like a prostitute when she's going out with her friends, she may be looking to trade up or just get somebody new for the night, and that's not somebody you can build a relationship with. 
rude people, rude women. And again, same goes for men. You don't want to be with anybody who talks down and is condescending and uh, pejorative in their descriptions or in their behavior to other people. Women who've been passed around like a cigarette in prison. Yes, those with a body count of more than five. Then the old fat feminist. Nobody wants the victim mentality. And then the one that applies to both men and women as the rude one is the violence. If you're in any sort of relationship where there's any form of violence or abuse, whether it's physical or emotional, you have to leave. Don't think about it twice. Second last on the list is women who are lunatics, the crazy daisies. Stay away from them. Uh, Nothing good can ever come from that. And the last one is women who refuse to take accountability. So there we go. I hope I've answered your questions about these uh, red pull things. If you have any more that you would like to add to the list, maybe some I've never heard of, then you can feel free to mail me again. Gavin at GavinTucker.com. We'll catch you late in the week. Ciao, ciao.